Good evening, Mother Rogues, Father Rogues, and fellow local and long-distance parents, non-residential parents. And we are parents. I'm a parent. You're a parent. Anywho, this is Chris, your handy-dandy Mother Rogue. Remember, moms are not supposed to lose or give up voluntarily custody of their children. If we do, society wonders what we did. Or are we deadbeats? Or did we look, go out and search, seek to find each other, find ourselves? Did we go on this big journey of exploration, of self-discovery? You know, the only thing I've discovered is that it is possible to beat up a Toyota Camry LE. Like, four of them in succession. That is what I have discovered from ten years of being a mother rogue a long distance parent and for that matter 15 years of being a non-residential mother all I've learned during that time is that I have to trust my ex-husband my fearless co-parent in this amazing journey called parenthood let's just all put our fingers on the bomb you know that that button that sits in the president's office that boom. Because sometimes that's what raising a child feels like. It's more daunting. You know, I, I, I really believe firmly that, you know, Russia is not going to be, you know, I'm dating myself. I grew up during the Cold War. I really firmly believe that Russia is not going to launch a missile attack against us. But I don't know if my son is going to grow up to be a responsible human being. And what our president does, he doesn't have to worry about that button because we know Russia's not going to attack us. Or, okay, I'm going back to Reagan. But on the other hand, if I don't do something exactly the right way, anarchy, explosions, God knows what, because I'm going to be a bad mother because my son is going to eventually grow up, make his own choices, and I'm not going to be able to control those. Right. I'm being melodramatic. I'm very zen these days. My son is turning 19 in a, in a month or so, and he doesn't need me as much, so I've had all this time on, off the road to, to think about these things. But going back to the 15 years now, I have been a non-residential mom. I'm going to spend some time about that why is my mother asking if I bought a garbage can for my baby sister? She's in New Jersey. I'm up here. Moving on. No, I got to pause and answer that. I'll be right back. I'm back. I just, I must be feeling really punchy because my answer to my mother was, is this a joke? I don't buy my own garbage cans. I pick them out at Home Depot and make my husband pay for them. I also tried to tell her, yeah, there's garbage all over the place because I refuse to buy myself garbage cans. I'm kidding. I'm too fastidiously neat for that. Especially uh, when my son's coming up and he'll be here sometime over the next couple of weeks. So I like to have a nice clean house when he comes home. I'm feeling a little bit punchy. It's like 6.51 in the evening. I've still got a good two hours of work to do. And then I got to be up at six o'clock so I can do this all over again because I'm a non-custodial mom. I live this super glamorous life and it's all about going out and partying 
and having a good time and getting wild and crazy with my husband in the middle of tax season. By the way, he's a CPA. He just turned into a pumpkin. No, 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 no. For me, it's about working. And then when I'm done working, I go work some more because I'm a non-custodial parent. I have a, I have a child and I'm the parent of a disabled individual. I'm going to be supporting that child for a long time. And I take that as seriously as a heartbeat. So I work a lot of hours to make sure there's that my future is assured so that his future is assured. That's my wild, crazy, having a good time life. Okay, I do have one vice. He's 16 months old. He's adorable. Specifically, he's at Mr. Adorable Dog on Twitter. Yes, he's my boxer, Rocky. A boxer named Rocky. Who are the odds? He just opened his eyes to look at me. He heard his name. So, yeah, this is my wild and crazy non-custodial mom life. Because... Non-custodial parents? This is what we do. We've got all this time. We're not on parent duty, right? The truth is that a good parent, a parent worth their salt, and we are all worth our salt. We never give up. We never stop working. Our kids are never very far from, from our consciousness. You know, one of the first things I did today was move my desk from the uh, third floor of my building to the second floor. I mainly work from home these days, but I do have a, an office space. And one of the first things I did was unpack the picture of my son that has been sitting on my desk for the last 10 years. Now, the, f the picture that's been sitting on my desk for the last 18 and a half, the one that I brought to my office to put on my desk when I came back from maternity leave, is sitting on my desk in my home office because that's where I am the majority of the time. But the same picture, it's in a silver frame and it shows my son at about two months old, smiling in blue jeans and a navy blue t-shirt, has gone with me in the same frame. I've never moved the picture from to every place I've ever worked and sat on every desk. A reminder that I am there and not just a reminder, I don't need to be reminded Neither do you. So non-custodial parenthood, we kind of all get looked at like we've got three heads. Like, why couldn't you make it work with your wife? Why did you leave your, why did, why did you leave your wife if it meant leaving your kid? Why didn't you fight for custody? Why didn't you insist on it? Well, there are a lot of reasons why. And I've talked about this in the past and how you don't, you aren't under any obligation to explain any of that to anyone. You can just say, my son's with his father, my son's with his mother. And if you want to clarify, you can say, you know, if you're old fashioned like me and you want to make it clear that your child was born, you know, in wedlock, if that matters to you or however, and I'm dumb. I don't care however, how anybody else has kids. I just care about the fact that I was married when I had mine. God, I'm neurotic. I need to get over that too. You can say his father, husband number one, or his mother, you know, my ex-wife. But really, that's not anybody's business either. I mainly do it because my son's is like 
re- my son does not look like me. He looks like his father. And husband number two is this big burly Italian um, with a balding head who sounds like Marvin from um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Or Eeyore. Oh, well. Moving on. So parents, good parents, right? We don't give up custody to our kids. But what are you supposed to do if you know that the, if you're fighting all the time and you know the fighting's not going to stop because you guys need, aren't right for each other. And you can see your kids struggling with that fighting and, and being hurt by it every day. What do you do if you feel like you just can't make it work no matter what you, how hard you try? And what do you do if you, if you go through marriage counseling or couples counseling and you, you, you completely bend over backward to, to, for each other and you really work hard at it and you firmly believe in it and it still fails? Are you supposed to stay together, both of you, in something that isn't right for either one of you and be miserable? You're human beings, you're people, you have a right to be happy. And let me tell you something about kids. And this was recently mentioned to me by my my son, by my son, by my dog's trainer. Everything goes straight down that leash. So everything you're feeling, you know, go as a pet owner, right down the leash. Your dog feels it. Well, everything you're feeling with your, with your human children permeates the air around you. And you can fill a whole house with anger and resentment, whether you consciously feel it or not you can fill a whole house with hurt and you can fill a whole house with disappointment and you can fill a whole house with that feeling of defeat and failure because you couldn't make it work and you gave it your best shot and your kids deserve better than that I have been asked by my ex-husband a million times why I left. And I wasn't an angel when I did it. I knew it was time. Don't need to say more than that. It's not anybody, anybody's business, but his and I out mine. I knew it was time. And I tried. And I loved my ex. And a part of me still does. I think he's simply the most amazing man in the world to the point where people think it's weird the way I talk about him. And that's not to shortchange the omen. Husband number husband number one, husband number two in chronological order. But because I ended up with the right guy to, to quote a teenage anachronism or whatever. But God, I grew up with my ex-husband. He was the first person who believed in me when nobody else did. And the last thing I 
ever wanted to do was let him go. But we just couldn't make it. And my son came home with a picture and it was a family. It was a husband and a white, it was a mom and a dad and a child in between. And both parents were frowning and the child was crying in the middle. And I knew. I just knew. And, um, but I was a deadbeat. I still am a deadbeat. Um, and there was something wrong with me. And everybody stood back on the playground, all of those mothers, and they looked at me like I didn't have a right to be there. But I did. Because just because my marriage didn't work doesn't mean that I stopped being a parent. Just because I let my son live with the person that was best suited to take care of him doesn't mean that I didn't work every day for him. And I still do. Um, He's almost, like I said, he'll be 19 in a couple of months and I still work extremely hard for him and I he's always at the forefront of my mind and you're listening to this podcast you're looking for some some comfort some practical advice some way to make yourself feel like you're not alone and like you are a good parent and believe me you are because you you're there every day because if you're listening here it's because you're miserable because you you miss your child. You just dropped him off with, her, with your ex or you. Uh, it's been a couple of months since you've seen them. Maybe you're listening as you like go through and, and clean their room and prepare like the, for the seventh, you know, for like the seventh coming, which I do need to run around and do this week. But you are all good parents and none of you are deadbeats. We are programmed, especially the mothers, because mothers just don't leave their kids, but not to shortchange the dads. We are programmed that families stay together. We are programmed that good parents don't leave their children. But let me tell you, good parents do physically move out of the house or leave the relationship that brought that child into the world. They do not. Physical proximity is not a measure of parenting. It can't be anymore. Would you say that a military parent is any less a parent because they're in Afghanistan? Thank you for your service. If you are in the service. And their child is in America waiting for them to come home. The parent who's in hospice in a, or, or, or in a cancer ward or in a coma or in some other medical situation, would you say they're less of a parent because they aren't living with their child? Life takes us in different directions. It moves us in, in ways beyond our control. And we all need to stop feeling guilty about that. 
We all need to accept that this is life. This is how it goes. And if we feel, if we allow us ourselves one minute at a time to not feel guilty, gradually we, we stop feeling guilty in every minute, every second that we are not feeling guilty about not being there. We may, we make it better for our kids when we are. And we really do. Just because you live 250 miles away or 2,500 does not mean your child is not connected to you. And what you feel goes straight through that phone line, straight through those texts, whatever it is. And you need to stop feeling guilty because you need your kids to stop feeling guilty about the fact that they're not with you. And you want to make the most of every minute you get with your kids. You don't want to feel bad the moment they land uh, or step off that plane that they have to go back. You just don't want to do that. But getting back to this whole thing about raising a child and the catastrophe that it is that you're not living with them full time. And this great party life you're living. Yeah, we all know that's a lie. I know that's a lie. You know that's a lie. Like I said, I don't I don't do anything but work. I don't know about you. Okay. My my husband does drag me off to watch television. I'll probably be doing that in about an hour. Assuming I get my work done. Whoops. This is the Mother Rogue signing off for this week. I just want to tell you all again, you are fabulous parents. And it is perfectly all right for you to be going out and listening to bad 80s music, if that's your thing. Once in a while. Not that you won't spend every minute on the dance floor thinking about your kids. You are all great parents. This is the Mother Rogue signing off. As usual, feel free to look me up on Twitter at ChristinaMR68 or at TheMotherRogue.com. Uh, www.themotherrogue.com and christinamr68 at readactively.org. See you next week. This is The Mother Rogue, signing off.